habits. My main habit is winning. I just can't help it. But for you, you don't have any good habits except listening to this podcast. And that habit is the beginning of all other habits that you need to change your life. So if you built one good habit, chances are you may be able to build more than one good habit. Probably. Either way, today, I'm going to give you the tools you need to build good habits without really trying while upping your game, attracting amazing relationships, and doubling your profits. It all starts with good habits, which all start right here, right now. Hit it, James. I'm Brad Johnson, and I'm turning losers like you into winners like me. The Brad Johnson Show, with your host, Brad Johnson. Get ready to start winning. And now your host, Brad Johnson. Hey, I'm your host, Brad Johnson. Uh, here as always with me, assistant to the host, James. 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 I, I, I left oh. it open for you. Oh, oh I, I was going to say at the same time, sorry. Welcome to the Brad Johnson Show, where I'm turning losers like you into winners like me. All right, people, we are here again. Uh, this is just kind of, again, me and James, uh, I'm sitting on my nice uh, couch here, my Boca de Lobo. <laughs> this is what I tell you, James, this this couch, it is unlike anything, anything. It's it's so amazing. Yeah. I love that couch. It's like a yacht yeah. for your living room, set that has doesn't float. Hey, it might, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I I could try it out in the pool, like kind of sit at my aqua desk with my Boca de Lobo couch. That might uh, that might not be a bad thing. So, uh, yeah. So I was uh, recently at a conference. Uh, James, you actually you booked my flights, so you know. Um, it was it was way yeah. out, uh, way out there. Um, it was at a resort, but the resort is like way out in the woods, so it didn't feel like you were you know in the city or anything, but you still had everything that you needed for that. So. Just uh, you know, doing doing the keynoting thing like I always do. Um, but then I noticed just you know, this is what leaders do. Like they they notice things. And I noticed that all the people were just kind of sitting there and it was like, okay, we're you know, where's the networking? Where's the the shared experience? Because you know, like we've talked about, James, how important shared experiences are. Yeah, they're crucial. And <laughs> if you don't share experiences with anyone, that means you're you're probably not doing anything. Exactly. There's at least not anything worthwhile. So what I did is I just, I, I led the group in making some music. Um, you know, it's just something about that soulful experience of just, you know, making lyrical things come out of your mouth. And uh, we were just sitting, sitting around in a circle, you know, just, just passing around those instruments. I mean, it was, it was just, it was like musical instruments. Like they were just going round and round and uh, you know, I can play all of them. Like uh, most people don't know this about me, James. I'm actually, I'm a very, very accomplished. Um, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm really good oh, at some um, music maker. Yes. Yeah, exactly. I'm a yeah. very accomplished music maker. And uh, that's what I did is I made some music and uh, helped some other people make some music. And, you know, that was that was a networking opportunity that people didn't even see. But I saw it because I'm a winner. So just a little lesson for the people right there. Great. And I'm assuming you had your sitar with you. Oh, of course. Yeah. Always. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's uh, that that comes with me to any of those kind of conferences where I think there might be some time for some music. Uh, gotta have the sitar because, uh, man, that 
that instrument right there, that is what really will will take you to the next level if you learn how to play a sitar. It really just sets uh, the mood. Yeah, it really does. I mean, there's nothing else like it. I mean, forget the piano. Give me a sitar any day. All right, so I am going to help you salvage the records of your life through my tried and true answers that are guaranteed to change your life, maybe even for the better. But before we can do that, before we can get to changing your habits and making you more like me, it's time for a word from our sponsor. Are you tired of consuming boring audiobooks through your ears? Are you tired of having things stuck in your ears so that you can consume content through your ears? Introducing Scribble, a revolutionary way to consume content. What is Scribble, you may ask? Well, let me tell you what Scribble is. That's why I'm here, to tell you exactly what Scribble is, what it does, how it operates, the function it performs, and how it can change your life. Scribble is a revolutionary way to consume content through visual means. Through ink implanted on flat pieces of wood, you're able to visually consume the content of any book that you please to consume. Nothing like Scribble has ever been heard of before. Because you can't hear it, you have to see it to believe it. Listeners to The Brad Johnson Show can try Scribble for free. Ditch your boring old audiobooks and move to Scribble, the way that real people absorb content. Scribble, you have to see it to believe it, literally, for real. All right, if you, man, James, so there's some people who still haven't tried out Scribble. I don't know what's wrong with them. Yeah, they're missing out. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there there are some things that can really just catapult you to the next level, like Sitar or, you know, things like that, or Scribble. Scribble is definitely one of those companies that just, it saw some white space and it was like, we're going to put ink on that white space and make something new. There's just something about holding an actual thing in your hand, you know, that's, it's so much better. Yeah, it, it really is. And, you know, it means that you get to get things uh, from the brown Santa, you know, a lot more often. So that's, that's always a good thing. And, um, yeah. From, from, the, from what? From the brown Santa. What, have, what, what's that? Have you, you never gotten things from the brown Santa before? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Okay, um, I'm. I'm not sure if that's um, if you're being racist right now or what's what's going on here. I mean, um, I I don't believe in Santa, so I don't know. Well, no, we're we're talking about UPS guys. That's they're they're the brown Santa. Oh, <laughs> oh, so, I, okay, I I, I get it. <laughs> See, I always use FedEx, so. That explains a lot. All right. So we are getting in here, um, James, just kind of, you know, or just me kind of spouting off some things. And uh, there there are some some issues that I think a lot of people run into when it comes to habit building because people are, are, are just naturally bad at it. And I'm not naturally bad at it. So I'm yeah. you know, the opposite of that. Um, so building habits, um, you know. I think maybe you want to just throw some questions at me. I'll just kind of, you know, spitball, you know, and, and we'll, we'll just go from there. Great. Um, so just thinking about habits in general, probably the, the biggest question that comes up is how do you identify uh, when you need a new habit? Because a lot of times a habit is, is you start with a bad habit and you have to replace it with something else. So how do you identify when you have a bad one? Yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, that's a, a decent question. Um, probably not how I would have asked it, but, you know, it's it's all right. Um, so basically what you want to do um, is you want to take the winning quiz. Now, now what that is, is basically uh, something that, you know, I have scientifically put together 
and uh, really um, just really figured out in a great way that was amazing for me to do. And uh, basically what it is, is it, it goes through and, and kind of assesses your level of winning or losing. Okay. And based on that, it, it lets you know, okay, are you, are you a winner or are you a loser? And if you're, if you're on the losing side of that scale, then, okay, it's time for some habit change. So boom, right there. That's, that's mm. what we're looking for. Yeah. Cause all, all good habits will lead to winningness. It just makes sense. All right. So that's, that's great. And that was a, a really good answer for me for a not very good question. So, um, yeah, let's, let's get into some other stuff about habits here. Another question I think that probably comes up a lot is whenever you're developing a new habit, how do you identify, uh, like what, what is your priority when it comes to habits? Like how do you decide which habits are, are most crucial to you as a person? Well, obviously, I mean, it's, it's what is going to get you to the next level the fastest. So if you want to build a new habit of, you know, practicing your sitar, you know, for 20 minutes a day or something like that, like that's a good habit to have, but is that going to get you, uh, you know, forward as fast as making a habit of, you know, just passing out your business card to every single person that you ever meet? Um, you know, probably getting your name out there like that is going to be more important than learning the sitar is as important as the sitar is you got to kind of make those comparisons so anytime you want to start a habit take it compare it to another habit see if that's as winningly hashtag winningly as uh, as the other habit is and then you kind of know from there it's just it's pretty much common sense great so uh when it comes to habits and and building those habits uh, how long do you think it should take for someone to develop a habit before they should give up? Yeah, James, this is, this is one of those questions that it's like, man, um, you know, it's it's hard for me to answer because I've I've never been in a position where it's it's taking me any amount of time to create a habit. And you've you know never I mean? given up. So, <laughs> yeah, no, and there's, there's that's never happened. So it's hard for me to, to kind of put myself in the shoes, you know, kind of the those <laughs> inexpensive knockout brand, knockout losing brand shoes. shoes. <laughs> yeah, loser shoes. Uh, man, it's, it's hard to it's hard to do that. But, you know, for the Probably sake like of Velcro straps across the top of them. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. No kidding. Uh, it's horrible. Slip on right, so... suede shoes or something. Anyway, it's hard. It's hard for me to put put myself in those shoes. But for the sake of the interview, for the sake of question, um, you know, what I'd say is, <clears throat> basically, if at first you don't succeed, you know, you better you you weren't cut out for this. That's 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 a quote that mm-hmm. I have given, and uh, people have misquoted me on that a lot. Um, but I just want to set the record straight. If at first you don't succeed, you know, just yes stop it um and and you know do something else that's that's actually you could actually potentially win at because um you know winning builds winning if you're losing and you just keep trying at losing then <clears throat> excuse me <clears throat> you're just gonna keep losing that's that's all there is i mean uh i mean that li- winning liquefied there Thanks. yeah there you go right. mm. Oh, I so love how it better. comes in such a huge size, like a gallon jug that makes so much more sense than just this little teeny bottle. Yeah, it's all over the place. All right, so that's, uh, that kind of answers that question right there. So the next thing I, I think that I had mentioned to you that you weren't familiar with is concept of the three phases of habit building. Yeah, that was that was pretty interesting to hear for the first time. Uh, do you want to go? Want me to run those past you again? Yeah, well, yeah, let's do that. Okay, so you said the first phase is the honeymoon phase. <laughs> it sounds spicy. 
Uh, yeah. So b- basically, uh, what we're looking at here is this is <clears throat> this is just when everything's great and uh, you 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 start a new habit and you're just like, boom, I got this. Like you know, you got the Rocky music playing. You're you're just like jumping out of bed in the morning. Like, okay, what what would a new habit be for you, James? Like, let's just throw that out there. Give us an example. Oh, um, I don't know. Maybe uh, working out less. <laughs> <laughs> no, like for real, something like that you had actually. Oh, wanted. Um, working out more, I guess. Okay, yeah, that's that's what I was thinking. Okay, so let's say uh, James' goal, his new habit is going to be working out. Uh, let's say you know bumping it up from two two days a week to it's actually like three days a week, which is way more normal. And uh, so that's that's the goal, that's the habit he wants to create. So. Once he starts doing that, like, how are you going to feel? You're going to feel like, oh, yeah, like, this is my new habit. This is my new goal. I'm just going to do it. And, uh, you know, probably people are looking at you, James, and they're like, yeah. wow, you know, he's actually going to the gym. All the pro- progress pictures and. Well, you know, I doubt. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, so, you know, you're going to get some, some uh, what do you call it, ratification from other people. And uh, they're, they're going to be just, you know, ratifying what you're doing. And you're like, all right, let's, let's keep doing this. And it's, it's the honeymoon phase, but you, you know, what happens to the moon, James? Yeah, it, it, uh, it sets. Uh, yeah, but it also has a cow that jumps over it. And you know, what, what cows, what happens to cows? They wax and wane. No, they get butchered. Okay. Oh, right. <laughs> Yeah, obviously. So, the, so the honeymoon phase, like the cow jumps over that moon, and then there's there's no honey anymore. There's just hamburger, and uh, you know, hamburger gets eaten, and it, it, it fuels your muscles and 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 gives you protein that you know builds uh, more muscles and stuff. But that can only happen for so long because what well, it's just one cow. Okay. Yeah. And then you have to start using steroids, and that's that's a whole different stage. Well, we could get into that, but what I'm saying here is that. Once that cow is gone, like you have no more protein. So going to the gym is going to get hard. And that's where we move into step number two. Okay. Or phase number two here. Um, the three phases of habit building. Phase number two is going to be the fight through phase. Right. Right. Yeah. So, so I guess that's, that's where you have to, you have to take your habit and you fight it and you make it, you make it harder on yourself. So you build muscle. Uh, yeah, basically. So what you're looking for is, you know, if, if you were getting up, um, let's say, you know, nice and early, at like, you know, nine o'clock in the morning to go to the gym um, and you're just like, OK, the honeymoon is gone. The cow is eaten and uh, like I have nothing left to give me protein. Then you got to you got to fight through it, but you got to make yourself fight. So basically what you do is like, OK, I'm going to I'm going to take this habit to the next level. Start getting up at, uh, you know, like really like really early, like seven forty-five or something like that. Well, and, and also, uh, I was gonna say, uh, couldn't you like take sleeping pills like in the middle of the night to make it even harder on yourself to get up? Yeah, I mean, there's all kinds of things you can do. Like, uh, you know, make sure everything's totally black. Make sure you got soothing music. Make sure that like your bedroom's nice and just the right temperature. You got your sleeping mask. You got your silk sheets. You got your uh, you know winning liquefied right next to you. Um, all these all these good things. You want to make it just so comfortable and and wonderful for yourself that there would like it would take wild horses to drag you out of that bed in the morning. That's what you're looking for. Hmm. So. so then, it- then your then your third phase you talked about was the second nature phase and does that, is that kind of like when there's an apocalypse and like all the all the trees are killed 
and then they grow back? Is that like the second nature when nature comes back again? Yeah, so that's that's part of it. Is that uh, basically during the fight through phase, like things have gotten so hard, like you probably failed, and like you're so it's just like Armageddon, scared. basically. Yeah, like everything is horrible. You're just like, I hate this. I'm never doing this again. And then um, suddenly, you know, just I, I don't really know how it happens. It's just um, it just happens. And uh, if if you do this 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 process correctly, which um, most people won't, but if you do, then you get to that second nature phase. And like you said, you know, the the trees are all dead. You're, you're just like ready to, to give up totally 100%. But if you uh, do, then like you'll look up and like just in a movie scene and there's like a little tiny bud sitting on a, on a bush. And mm. you're just like, okay, I can keep doing this. And yeah. boom, you've got to have it. Wow. <laughs> just like that. Was really seeing the, seeing the nature for the trees with the buds. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So... That, that is what it's all about. So those are the three phases of habit building. If you can get through those, like <laughs> results, like I'm talking results. Mad results. Mad freaking results. Okay, so those are three phases right there. There's a couple other issues though that people run into. Like even if they get through the three phases, they, they'll still run into these issues. So let's, let's hit some of these. So uh, the, the next part I think we wanted to talk about was uh, – self-comparison is really easy to kind of you know look at other people and see how much better they're doing or whatever so how do you deal with that self-comparison to yeah. not stunt your progress exactly well so first of all if, if we're talking gym stuff or you know whatever it may be if it's a uh, uh, you know a, a sitar class or a, a gym class or a, a um, you know a raising pygmy goat class or something like that where you're trying to create this habit trying to improve yourself or even just you know getting up at a, at a decent hour and you know instead of like noon you're getting up at like 10 finally and things like that so um you can really start that day on, on the right foot um, even in, in stuff like that, um, you want to make sure that you isolate yourself. Okay. Huh. Now, can you, you have any idea why that would be James? Uh, I guess, you know, if you're, if you're by yourself, then you can really start to evaluate the, the true meaning of life and, and the futility of our no, existence no, no, no. as human beings and our no. struggle to James. What? No, no. Okay. So you're going to, no. Anyway. Okay. So you're going to isolate yourself and, and the reason you do that is so that you don't have anyone around you to make you think anything other than what you're thinking right now. Okay. Hmm. So, and what about, what about the doing the opposite of that? Like surrounding yourself with posters of like okay. bodybuilders and don't, stuff. To, don't get ahead to... of myself because I'm, I'm right. I'm headed there. Okay. So oh, what, okay. what we do is we isolate ourselves. So yeah, I'm talking private gym. Like nobody else around, like don't, don't go to just a normal gym. I'm talking like private lessons, whether it's, you know, the pygmy goat lessons or the, the sitar lessons, whatever it is, um, you know, make sure that, that um, you know, you're totally alone. And then that way you, you control who you compare yourself to. Okay. That's where your Instagram ah. comes in. Now I'm talking, you, you want to just find, find a list of people on Instagram that you're better than, and then you compare yourself to them and boom. Yeah. I mean, it's like no, no big deal right there. Hmm. Interesting. So, yeah. You, you limit the exposure and then you control the exposure and then the self-comparison just makes you feel better. Huh? So what happens if uh, during that comparison, you get discouraged and you start reverting back and you go back through the phases the wrong direction 
Well, I mean, really, if you actually have gone through the phases, like you, you can't go back because like there's no reversing Armageddon. Okay, it's happened. Mm, it's true. Yeah, it's very true. The, you can't the bodies are dead. War. Yeah, the the trees are dead, and the new ones are there, and like you can't make them. Like you can't. Like if there's a leaf and you try and like squish it down, you just you just kill it. So mm. if you revert back, like so it's true. it's over. It's it's just over. So that's okay. that's all there is to that. So what would you say about how our habits can impede larger goals? How how can we overcome uh, those habits becoming such an obsession that it gets in the way of other important things? And this, I would go back to the quiz, like I talked about. If you want, if you want to have habits that are actually going to help you win. And you got to know where you're at on that loser scale and what your priority should be. So that's that's what it's all about here is you want to um, you want to make sure that all the habits that you're doing are going to take you to those larger goals. Um, and those larger goals should be larger. Um, hmm. And I don't think people understand what larger means. Um, yeah. It's it's kind of a big word for some people. Um, but w- the way I compare it to is um, something that is gigantic. OK, some hmm. that that's okay. the word that I use. Um, so you want your goals to be gigantic because they both start with G and that just helps you remember that. So make them good. Make them. Big. I like that acronym. All right. All right next one. Uh, the, I think the, the last thing we wanted to talk about was whether or not it's good to celebrate small victories. Like, is that going to distract <laughs> you or is that a good uh, way to to make progress? No. OK, so I, I have a lot to say about this because, oh, you see people are just like, oh, yeah, you know, it's like, oh, you t- there's this little thing like go and celebrate it's like no okay there's nothing to celebrate like what is a small victory besides Hmm. like something like a a midget soccer match or something like that yeah that's just not a thing okay yeah if you if you have small victories put them all together and make a big victory okay yeah (laughs) why win small when you can win big exactly win big or go home as i say well that's what i say that's my saying that you just said um oh. so yeah i mean you think about war like i you know I, I know a lot about history and stuff and and uh very very well um read on that and uh so in in wars like people were like okay i want i want ve day okay they called it ve day because it was like um very uh, exciting is that what it was no it, it's super very energetic so oh, like okay. their victories were were energetic. So it wasn't just like okay, we just won something. Like let's have a little celebration because it was a little victory. Mm-hmm. No, they were like, well, let's just win the war and then we can celebrate. Okay. Oh, yeah, they didn't half butt it with a ticker tape parade. They like throughout the whole roll. Exactly, exactly. So that's what that is all about. All right, so I think that I think that covers everything that people need to know about habit building. Um, oh, definitely. Yeah, uh, I don't think you need to know anything else. But I would say, you know, go over to Brad Johnson's show dot website slash uh, quiz. Like go there and uh, you can make sure that you get uh, take that quiz and understand what it means to be a winner and uh, where you are on that scale of winner to loser. And uh, yeah, so that's that's what we're looking for there. All right. Good stuff. Good stuff. It is time now to take a little peek at the social medium. The, so, the social mediums. Uh, this is the sound of my social footprint where I read what you guys have to say, but what I have to say, say what I have to say about that. All right, James, again, so much interaction on the Twitters and the Instas and the faces. So let's get into some of these. Mm-hmm. This comes from official pro sing who says, 
Loved what you were doing. I would like to add some value. Are you doing anything around marketing? Uh, hope you are having a great day. Uh, well, <laughs> I'm winning, so I am having a fantastic day. Thank you very hmm. much. All right, next one. That's all they need to know. <laughs> Danny G says, uh, Nah, I'd rather surpass you. I don't need to Plato on your level. <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh i'd say uh, like plato he ain't got nothing on me <laughs> we'll we'll just uh we'll say that um as far as surpassing me though <laughs> good luck with that <laughs> uh man i don't know how many lamborghinis you'd have to be uh have in order to surpass me because i've uh yeah, i've even moved on past lamborghinis i mean we're we're talking bentley's um you know things hmm. like that where it's like forget the lambo okay let's 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 get real here let's let's be adults this comes from Insta Sensation, who says, "Hey, we can help in boosting your profile up." <laughs> kind of doubt it. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, do you know what would happen if you boosted my profile? Uh, like you'd break Instagram. Uh, Instagram would probably just explode. It would just break again, <laughs> again. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. All right, uh, that is that is uh, some good stuff right there. Oh, right, we, we have one more. more. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, there's one more from Brett Harned who says, oh. uh, yeah, our, our man says, social media smackdown, next level. And that yeah. was about when Grant Cardone was threatening to delete all the spectators on his Twitter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh good old Grant. Like, we're... And you were being a total savage in return. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, w I was. I totally was. And uh, yeah, you know, I, he kind of got that idea from me. And uh, it was it was something that I kind of came up with. So he, he gets a lot of his ideas from me, actually. So anyway, all right, great. Uh, that was good. Um, I wouldn't say great. It was it was good. So keep keep the tweets coming. Keep the instas coming. Keep the faces coming. Uh, remember, it's all at Brad Johnson Show. All right, so it is time now for the quote of the day because I've been talking for like this whole episode, and uh, when I do that. Um, it can like the, the levels of wisdom just keep going up and up and up and up. I mean, hashtag wisdom, truth bombs, just on your head all day long. So it's time for the quote of the day where we're going to take things down a notch and uh, give you some, some lesser wisdom to really just, uh, let you down off of mine. So listen up when you learn how much you're worth, you'll stop giving people discounts. Yeah, that's so good. So good. There's 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 way too many discounts in this world. And uh, if you're the one giving them, you're a sucker. So stop it. All right. Thanks, guys, uh, for listening today. Hope you, uh, you know, start start building those habits. Let me know how it goes, um, because if you follow my steps, like it's, it's going to go well, which is good. All right. So thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. Ciao. For listening to the Brad Johnson Show, where every episode we bring you tips, tricks, interviews, advice, and answers to fix the mess that is your life while helping you stop being a loser and start winning in business, health, and your personal life. Show us your face, tweet us your tweets, and insta your grams at Brad Johnson Show. The Brad Johnson Show. Winners only.